From How to Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Morning, Matt. Good morning, Derek. We want to say it's a good morning. It's actually just a been a nasty yesterday afternoon, nasty night, and uh, just kind of a, just a wet, dreary start to the morning. Just a rainy start, rainy drive into the uh, How to Barbecue Right Shop studios this morning. Hurricane Ida, Tropical Storm Ida now, is just sitting on top of us. Uh, been here for what seems like 24, 36 hours. But Derek, I'm not going to complain uh, You know, with what we have compared to down on the coast. Uh, if you noticed our music as we came on, if you noticed our music, that was the uh, Weather Channel Local on the 8s music, which uh, I seem to watch the Weather Channel tons over the last um three or four days of course having family down louisiana you having family in natchez uh for sure we've been paying attention to that and then the um you know so that would be that was the local on the eights uh, music which when i played for you off air until i told you what it was you didn't realize well, you didn't you didn't give me the chime Yeah, it definitely helps having the chime to kind of tell you that it's local on the eights. But man, I can remember as a kid watching local on the eights, you know, seem like all the time. Now we can just look at our phones 24 7 to uh, yeah. see. I call it weather porn. I would agree with that. I mean, it's yes. a lot of weather porn. I mean, they, That's they, going to be part of my word from the weekend. Okay. Not, not porn, but okay. yeah, it's coming. <laughs> man, I hope it's not porn. <laughs> so weather porn, I mean, they, these guys, they get about, what, three or four shots a year. And here it comes. Here comes the you know, big hurricane. And I'm talking about they have. 45 people in 45 different locations. Every one of them standing out in the I just I can't Hang on. That, don't give away my word uh, from the weekend. Am I stepping on you? Gonna, am I stepping yes. on your stuff? Oh, okay, I'm so, will, sorry. so sorry. We will definitely be talking about the Weather Channel here shortly as part of my word from the weekend. But Derek, something that definitely doesn't just show up four or five times a year. If you're looking for realtors that are available to you, 365 all year round to help you here in this very, very hot DeSoto County real estate market, you definitely want to reach out to our 2021 presenting sponsor, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They are the number one team when it comes to residential real estate in DeSoto County for the last 12 years. They possess over 25,000 closings since 2009. They're ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team. They are currently offering a free, no obligation market analysis. Again, that's a free, no obligation market analysis. They simply need your address to give you the value of your home, to tell you what's going on in your neighborhood, your zip code, Anywhere in DeSoto County, you will not find a better real estate team than Team Couch or Birch Realty Group. Their office number is 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. You can call Brian on his cell phone at 901-461-7653. That's 901-461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. If you're looking for the best real estate team in DeSoto County, reach out to Team Couch or Birch Realty Group. Learn more about them at teamcouch.com. Again, teamcouch.com. Thank you, Brian and Terry, for being our 2021 presenting sponsors. Well, Derek, I can guarantee you there's not a lot of outdoor um, barbecuing going on at this particular time on a Monday and Tuesday night. However, I know the weather this weekend is going to be absolutely gorgeous. And if you're wanting to entertain friends, family this coming weekend, you definitely want to swing by the How to Barbecue Right shop located right here in Hernando. This store has everything a person needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. Whether it's rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, or a really cool high-end smoker, Malcolm's Shop is your place to go. 
If you've ever seen his How to Barbecue Right cooking videos, you need to stop by his shop today. You can call him at 662-912-9947. Find more info on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. But the best thing to do is to stop by the How to Barbecue Right shop located right off Memphis Street in Hernando today. Thank you to Malcolm and Rochelle for being our 2021 studio sponsor. Well, Derek, it is our Tuesday show, and our Tuesday show always starts off with our word from the weekend. So, Derek, like I just joked with you a second ago, going to do two words this week. My first word, it's going to be grateful, Derek, the word grateful. Grateful for my family. You know, down on the coast, I say on the coast, 65 miles north of New Orleans, uh, got a bunch of texts from them yesterday, some videos. My hometown, pretty spared, looking pretty good. Uh, my good friend is the police chief down there, uh, and, and he sent some some pictures out to a group of friends and stuff like that. But my my town was, was spared from Hurricane River, the Bogoshita River. We're going to be watching that over the next few days, of course, with all the rain that happened in Macomb. Uh, and then, Derek, you know, grateful you and I texted a little bit back and forth uh, over the weekend. You know, I, I regretted, I admitted to you that I regretted not mentioning the service members that were killed last Thursday there in the uh, right outside the airport there in, in Afghanistan. Uh, we could talk for hours about the situation there. Um, Derek, we definitely could on the UTW podcast, of course, but just grateful for those um, men and women who are willing to go and do those things and fight for us uh, across the world. Just the videos and the different pictures of all those um, you know, men and women killed senselessly mm. last week. And then when they were taking them off the plane yesterday, I grew up in the funeral business. I've told you that a million times, but uh, that's just something that, that we watch. And it just, just very grateful that we live in America. I'm definitely trying to do more with my kids when it comes to today's social media, today's world, society telling you, telling the world how bad the U.S. is. And uh, that's something I definitely want to try and stop with my kids because I'm just so grateful to live in America, so grateful to live here, you know, in this wonderful, wonderful country that so many people take for granted. So one of my words on the weekend, my more serious word will be grateful. I'm going to go very similar to yours. I have a, I guess, a deeper meaning word for the weekend. Mine is convicted. Convicted as in moved uh, a certain way uh, or toward a certain cause. And uh, I guess I've uh, been doing a, a study. I teach a Sunday school class at my church. And so was I've been doing a study. And part of it is how we reach out to people. And I think with the hurricane coming, it kind of all hit me. You know, a lot of us always talk about, I think there's a lot of good people in Hernando. A lot of people do a lot of good things for, you know, many different wonderful, wonderful causes. I really kind of just turned to seeing everybody rally around those with the hurricane. Uh, we know the Cajun Navy is already out helping. Uh, we know that uh, we're going to talk just a moment about people from DeSoto County uh, that have, I guess, kind of gathered together, go down there. One of the uh, the news headlines we're going to hit, but am I doing enough? You know, we, we can write a check. We can, um, you know, we can have fun doing a fundraiser and write a check and stuff like that. But, you know, maybe, you know, putting boots on the ground, maybe getting my hands dirty and doing stuff like that. Am, am I doing enough? And so just seeing those people that are able to get out and get moved and, and will pick up and take their, you know, chainsaw, you know, put on their overalls, put on their boots and go down there and just help people to get out. You know, not, not just first responders, but just everyday people. Um, I mean, I'm not a first responder. I have no training, but, you know, you, sometimes you just feel called, hey, I got to go do this. And I've, I've just been kind of feeling that call and, and just feeling convicted. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, just at some point I can you know, be able to do that, step away and do that. And, and, you know, I know there's a lot of good people and we want to thank everybody 
that has gone down. I mean, as Matt said, we both have family down there. Now, luckily, Franklinton was actually on the on the wrong side, uh, right. but I'm glad they were spared. But Natchez was on the quote unquote good side, the the left side or the west side, and so they didn't really get a lot. There were some trees down outside of town. Uh, my parents live in town, and basically, it kind of the eye or what was left of the eye at the time kind of passed over it. So they really didn't have a lot to be said. So that was I'm very happy for that. Um, but you know, next time it might not be so you know so happy. So anyway, just thank you to everybody, and you know anybody. Else that may be feeling convicted out there, that is my my word for the weekend. So two two pretty deep words right there. Grateful uh, as as I mentioned, and then yours convicted. And uh, be careful when you do a Bible study because last time one of the times we did a Bible study, we created the crew of Fernando together. You know, we we, right. we we started that. So you know, don't sell yourself short, man. You are you're involved in a lot of stuff, and and so you do a wonderful job uh, off air before we hit record. You were visiting with someone about uh, something you have going on for Rotary. So just don't sell yourself short. So that's going to be our more serious words and. I Typically, we don't do two words, but I, I can't go on, Derek, without mentioning this. My second word for the word of the weekend is clowns. <laughs> and you may figure out where I'm going with this because you, we were talking about the, the Weather Channel, and I said, don't tread on my word from the weekend. Derek, the Weather Channel, like you mentioned, four or five times a year has an opportunity yeah. to absolutely show out and do what they do and do their thing. And some of these people, Jim Cantor, he'll never hear this. Absolute clown. Absolute clown. I looked up on Sunday night, Derek. I looked up. I think I te- I did. I texted you. At a certain point, he had a baseball helmet on. He had a baseball helmet on. He was standing in the middle of Canal Street. <laughs> there was a dumpster that had – I don't know if it actually flipped or he, like, flipped it so it would be staged that it was flipped in front of him. And he was kind of leaning sideways in the wind. It was it – was, it's, um, it's terrible. Yeah. Go look. Jim Quintour. Go on YouTube. Watch some of his videos. He's standing there. With his, with his legs spread and the wind's coming through between the alley and then you have people that walk in front of the camera. Walk in front of the camera as if nothing's going on. At the best. It's I, terrible, man. I, I hope somebody else saw this because I was sitting there watching it. I was in my I was in the bedroom. I was changing clothes. I can't remember. I think it was I think it was Monday morning. So I'm, I'm putting I'm getting stuff out, changing clothes, getting ready to get in the shower, or grabbing clothes to get in the shower. And I'm watching it. <laughs> this guy, Jeff Cantor, is doing his thing. And a guy, he has a backpack. You yeah. see him come from the left. Yeah. He's walking in the middle of the screen. He does a cartwheel, cartwheel. behind Jeff yes. Cantor. I about lost it. And again, now – he was walking normally. Jim Jim Cantor looks like he's holding up a yes. building that is falling. Yes. Um, but then the guy does the cartwheel, and when he was in the cartwheel, the wind did catch him about halfway through. And right. not, it was a terrible cartwheel. But then he just kept on walking, and Jim Cantor never stopped, never broke. The cameraman just kept on going like nothing happened. It was it was fantastic. It, it, it's so terrible because, like you had mentioned off air, they set up 10, 12 people in 10 or 12 different locations. You've got one guy who's in New Orleans or Laplace or whatever, and he He's, you know, there was one. There was one time there was a black guy who was just. It was like eighty-five mile an hour winds. The quality of yeah, the couldn't you, you couldn't hear him. The cameraman was wiping off the <laughs> the, the, the lens <laughs> every few seconds. It was so stupid, so dumb. If the Weather Channel people could please hear this, you look like an absolute clown. That's my second word <laughs> for the weekend. You look like clowns. You would have a much better show if you would simply step inside. And simply show people what's going on and talk. That's that simple. I mean, have a camera outside and you're inside just talking over what you're seeing. Yeah. But don't be in the middle of it. Yeah. There was one time where they were talking about that they had a little wind thing set up against a bridge and they were talking about the wind force or whatever and it was registering the wind force. And then all of a sudden, boop, it just just laid over. (laughs) It it just laid over and stopped working, which uh, was pretty. But anyway, the Weather Channel. 
man, they've made billions, if not trillions of dollars for what they do. Um, I've watched the Weather Channel since I was a kid, obviously growing up in the hurricane uh, area. But still, man, it's just at a certain point, you have to look up and say, in the social media world, in today's world, we've all seen the videos. Just put together a good quality show. Be safe, first of all. I mean, you're not impressing anybody Matt, is the that, worst that, thing. This, this is going to happen until we watch somebody yes. in the middle of Canal Street take a sign that then impales yep. them through yep. the chest, kills them on ITV, and then it will stop. I'm not going to say I'm wishing that on anybody. No, I'm just saying that that's what it's going to take, and at some point that's going to happen, and they're going to be like, oh, my oh, God, yeah, man, what just happened? That, yeah. and, and then they'll, they'll correct it. But then that's what it's going to – and it looks like that's what it's going to take. No, no, they're not going to do that. Kevlar vest from now on. <laughs> Kevlar vest with, and with the, batting, baseball helmet. with the baseball helmet. Easy segue for that, Derek. We talk about we joke around about the Weather Channel, but there are people out there that put themselves in harm's way each and every day for us, especially the city of Hernando. And tonight is there is a budget meeting tonight, a special budget meeting, getting prepared for the September fifteenth. I have to have the budget approved by September 15th. So tonight, the police and fire will be the subject of the special budget meeting tonight. Derek, what you got? So they uh, reached out to Ward 3 Alderman Bruce Robinson to kind of confirm that there would be another special meeting like there was last week. And remember last week, they, do, they dealt with public works. Uh, this week, they're going to look at the how the police and the fire departments fund or, or go to the general fund of the budget. So they're going to be sitting down. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be very similar to what they did with the public works director. They'll bring the fire chief up. Chief Worsham will come up, and they'll ask him questions. They'll go line by line. I mean, remember, it was a two-hour meeting sure. basically for public works. Now, public works does have sewer, as I said, sewer, water, streets, I mean, grass cutting, all that. There's a lot that goes under public works. But it may, not, it may be an hour each or whatever, but Chief Worsham will go first, uh, I'm assuming, go up there, he'll go line by line this is what we have to have these are fixed costs these are the you know monthly notes we have on the police car or monthly leases we have on the police cars we cannot change these these can be changed uh, i'm assuming the mayor will mention the three percent pay raise that he's put throughout the city he's yes. already said that uh and then you know they'll have the discussion and then after chief Worsham's done they'll he'll come up and then chief barrier will go up there fire chief will go up there and do the same thing and so again it will be on youtube tonight so if this is something you're interested in i think matt last time there were around 20 people uh, that we're watching uh, up to 20 people at one time uh, during last week's meeting, which, again, that's not a, obviously a huge number, but, I mean, that's more than, you know, first of all, it was the first time that was ever shown. And more than they were used to be, yeah. Yeah, and so, and then uh, usually all of our meetings don't, sometimes don't get that many. So, again, people are caring, they're watching. If you can hear our voice and there's something, it will be at 6 o'clock tonight on YouTube Live. Uh, you can watch it, stop it. And then, because I had to do this last time, and when it if you stop a live meeting, it will start where you stopped, and it'll show that you're you know negative five minutes behind, sure, and, yeah. and so you're allowed to catch up. Now, once the meeting ends, you'll then have to wait till it posts. So you may there may be a couple hours dead time, or it kind of disappears for a couple hours till they're able to you know reset it, post it, uh, and then you can of course watch it anytime you want to. But again, if this is something you're interested in tonight, police and fire, Matt, that just leaves a couple more departments. You know, we'll still have parks left, uh, and and so there'll be a couple more that they may looking at the next regular meeting they may do another special meeting um but we'll have to wait and see but we do know that tonight uh confirmed with ward three aldermen that it will be the police and the fire department so please tune in if that interests you and we'll have the pertinent information to you on friday you know Derek. i mean that's something the you know police and fire you and i've talked off air uh, i'm very adamant that's something that needs to be fully funded for sure we live so close to people uh, that may not have the same ideals that we have from a crime standpoint and i'm, I'm all about the city of Hernando committing to and being a part of uh, growth and 
funding our police department. We know that we are, what was it, almost 15 or more patrol officers low. Well, well based on our population. Based we'll on, good, exactly. That's, right. that's what, what I meant. Based, based, on our yeah. based on our population, there's kind of a, and Mayor Johnson said that on the, uh, the interview two weeks ago, there's a little bit of an algorithm that you can do that shows you how many patrolmen you should have, and the city of Fernando is beneath that. And uh, I would completely understand and, and be all for getting to that correct number to keep us all safe. Yeah, everybody that's on the board, of course, we interviewed every one of them that's yep. on the board. Yep. I think if all seven of them didn't say something about safety, yes. uh, six of them did. Yes. I mean, it, there may have been one that just didn't do it, and I'm sure they believe in it. They just didn't happen to put it in maybe one of their top – because we only asked, remember, for the top two or three things. Yeah, sure. uh, but safety was very, very important to them. So I do expect them to ask a lot of questions. I expect them to kind of clarify. And, I, and I, again, I'm learning a lot too, which sure. I, I'm appreciative that we have the camera – for a budget process with a new board. Yes. Because it's not an old board that's like, yeah, uh, item number 2020-0116, yeah, that's good, and, and they're not really explaining sure. it. This board's having to have everything taught to them by the mayor. They're asking the right questions. Uh, so really enjoyed it last time, and so I'm hoping to get more of that, educate uh, ourselves by watching it and then be able to discuss that on Friday. But I think they will ask the right questions. You know there cannot be a tax increase. They took that off the table uh, in the last regular meeting, uh, Alderman meeting. Uh, we are getting a 7.2% increase, though, about $250,000. So a lot of the, the uh, surplus that we had from this year that the mayor has mentioned, plus that extra two fifty. That's the, the key question is how is that going to be spent? And we'll see tonight uh, if some of that, if they're looking to put some of that. Again, this is not the approval of the budget. This is a discussion. So we'll see if they're trying to put more money toward the police or fire. And this affects every single person that lives inside the city limits, period, mm -hmm. of the city of Fernando. Police and fire are definitely a huge part. You, you know, you may not have an interest in the parks department because uh, your children are grown or something like that, or your grandchildren live in, you know, Franklin, Tennessee or Madison or whatever. But when it comes to these two departments, you know, we better pay attention because this is safety. And I, I'm definitely... Uh, like you mentioned, in all of our interviews, they mentioned this. Every single person who won and lost talked about the importance of uh, police and fire being well-funded and, and correct. So, you know, pay attention to that tonight on the YouTube channel, the city. We always want to continue to shout out to the city for continuing to uh, cover the board meetings, the planning commission, these uh, budget meetings right here. They're doing a really good job on the YouTube channel by covering these and showing these. So tonight, just simply go to YouTube and type in City of Hernando, Mississippi. You'll see it. The budget meeting will be live, and then the Alderman meetings are also live uh, the first and third Tuesdays uh, every week. So thank you to the Board of Aldermen for sitting through this, working through this, and taking care of city business. We really, really appreciate that. Derek, you teased it just a few minutes ago. Mississippi Task Force 1, Mississippi Task Force 1, most people that can hear our voice know what I speak of of that, but catch us up on that. All right, so Mississippi Task Force 1, which is the Urban Search and Rescue Team, they did receive deployment orders over the week to head to the Mississippi Gulf Coast region to support the response from Hurricane Ida. So they mobilized again over the weekend, and this 35-member team includes personnel from our own DeSoto County EMA, the South Haven Fire Department, an Olive Branch Fire Department, and then also outside from Lafayette, Lafayette County, Tupelo, Corinth, Warner Valley, and Amory. So the team is led by DeSoto County EMA Director Chris Olson, and Deputy Task Force Leader Ben McMinn. So, well, you know, they're, uh, they're supposed to arrive. They arrived in Hancock County over the weekend. They specialize, Matt, this is pretty cool. So these guys or ladies are all from this area. They specialize in swift water and residential rescues along with technical 
rescue, trench operations, and structural collapse operations. So they specialize in just that for this Task Force 1. So they've been sent, sent down there. Again, we know the devastation that they had on the Louisiana Gulf Coast, a lot of flooding uh, around the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I know that it got over uh, Highway 90 uh, in Biloxi and Gulfport area. And so, again, there's hopefully there's nobody to recover. Hopefully it's all rescue, getting people uh, to higher ground, to safety, uh, getting stuff, starting to repair and start you know doing all this stuff. But, again, we thank all the, the ladies all the men who are involved with Task Force One, uh, the 35 people that have gone down there, again, do, putting their boots on the ground, doing what needs to be done, and we just couldn't be more proud of you here in DeSoto County. Absolutely. goes back to my work from the weekend. Grateful to have people in DeSoto County. Grateful to have people that are willing to get out there and do those things that are just so important, Derek. So prayers and thoughts are with the Mississippi Task Force One and their families uh, as they give them up for a while to go and be a part of the uh, recovery there in the on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So shout out to them for sure. Well, Derek, I, I'm no, no really no segue into this right here, but going to be a lot of insurance claims down on the coast. And if you're looking for the best in insurance in Hernando, look no further than this guy. Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local state farm provider, is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 662-429-5213. Again, 662-429-5213. Or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Podcast brought to you by William Services. William Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, fall cleanups, grading, fence repair, gate repair, anything on the outside of your home or business, you definitely want to call Richard. No job too small, no job too large. If he can't do it, he'll help you find someone who can. You can call him at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or learn more about Richard and his team on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and call them at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Podcast brought to you by Magical Destinations of Hernando. Whether it's that trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, a tropical getaway, the Gulf Coast, anywhere across the U.S., Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get you the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destinations is locally owned and operated right here under the water tower. 
Give them a call today to start planning your magical getaway. You can reach Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher at 662-469-6304. That's 662-469-6304. Or learn more about them on Facebook and Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. Again, that's Magical Destinations Unlimited on Facebook and Instagram. Well, Derek, it is Tuesday, which leads us to the DeSoto County Fact of the Week. The DeSoto County Fact of the Week brought to us each week by... Rob Long and the team at the DeSoto County Museum right across from Bancorp South on Commerce Street. Open every Tuesday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. What is this week's DeSoto County Fact of the Week? The DeSoto County Fact of the Week this week is a snapshot of our agricultural economy from 61 years ago in the 60s in Hernando, Mississippi. Give it to me. So Rob has sent us the agricultural and agricultural report from that time. Data from the 1960 brochure developed to promote industry in DeSoto County enlisted the following information on the county's farm economy. Again, 1960. The annual income for cotton that year in DeSoto County, okay. $6.5 million. Wow, okay. The annual income from dairy, $3.25 million. 16,000 head of dairy cattle were owned to DeSoto County farms at that time. 27,000 head of beef cattle. They had egg production from 70,000 birds. And 380 farm families produced fresh vegetables for the Memphis market. Now, again, so you heard all those. You had dairy. We had fresh vegetables. We had the cotton. Today, cotton, soybeans, sorghum, winter wheat, and other crops are still grown in DeSoto County. I'm sure you can all see that you drive around. You'll see many people still farming uh, all in and around the DeSoto County area. And, again, even at, as we're the state's fastest-growing county, we still have plenty of farmland available in the area. Just some great information there from Rob Long, Derek. The stuff that he talked about going on 60 years ago, cotton, dairy, eggs. I mean, dairy's definitely changed for sure. I mean, uh, that's that's plummeted tremendously. Well, Horn Lake was a huge dairy farm. Right, really, like right there at Goodman Road and, and right. uh, 55, it's a like huge dairy farm that used to be there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, 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 you know, changed. But like you said, tons of land still available to be farmed and so forth. And we have friends of ours, people that we know personally uh, that do that each and every day. So shout out to them, of course. Thank you, Rob Long, for a great fact of the week. Agriculture has always been a part of our, our county and definitely a part of Under the Water Tower for here. And speaking of farmers, the Hernando Farmers Market brings together the best of local food, artistry, and the agriculture traditions of the Mid-South. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It is truly a fresh, local experience. For more information, you can contact Gia Matheny, the Community Development Director, at 662-449-9092. That's 662-449-9092. There are weekends that the Farmer's Market offers over 70 vendors, 70 vendors right here on the historic Hernando Square. It's open from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday, May 1st through October. That's 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. May 1st through October. Just an amazing Farmer's Market, arguably the best Farmer's Market in the Mid-South or the state of Mississippi. Don't miss this weekend at the Hernando Farmer's Market. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. 
You can reach them at 662-892-8419. Again, 662-892-8419, or visit them on their website, greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. Podcast brought to you by North Mississippi Dumpsters. North Mississippi Dumpsters is a local small business open seven days a week, currently serving DeSoto County, Marshall, Tate, and Tunica. They have fantastic prices listed on their website, DeSotoDumpsters.com, as well as info about what cannot be thrown away in their dumpsters. They not only accommodate professionals in real estate flipping, landscaping, new construction, renovations, and business disposal, but really want to focus on homeowners who need to clean out their houses, yards, attics, basements, or sheds. They carry 13 and 20-yard roll-off dumpsters that are carefully loaded and unloaded as to not cause any damage to your driveway. Give Joe and his team a call at 901-299-0916. But the best thing to do is to look on DeSotoDumpsters.com for pricing, book a dumpster, book the pickup. Any information you need for North Mississippi Dumpsters is right there at DeSotoDumpsters.com. North Point Christian School is excited to kick off the 2021-2022 school year with the highest enrollment it has seen in five years. With more than 1,000 students, the school is excited about the year ahead. North Point is the oldest and largest Christ-centered college preparatory school in DeSoto County. Located in South Haven, they serve students PK through 12th grade. If you have a question or would like to take a tour, please contact Mrs. Sheila Sharon, Director of Admissions at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. Well, Derek, definitely not our longest show, but we definitely appreciate you guys tuning in. Definitely appreciate you supporting the Under the Water Tower podcast. We turn our attention to the pigskin, but before we get there, let's turn our attention to another sport that has started here in DeSoto County, and that's going to be volleyball. Update us on some volleyball scores from last week. Uh, first one we're going to start is Under the Water Tower with Hernando. Hernando won last Thursday night in straight sets, 25-15, 25-5, and 25-11. to Over who? Over Cenotopia. Gosh. Cenotopia. Uh, uh, this are the Warriors. San Antonio Warriors. This would probably be the Lady Warriors. The Lady Warriors. So, again, uh, for those of y'all uh, new, to, new to volleyball like we were last year, uh, this could go up to five sets, best three out of five. So, Hernando actually swept it 3-0, 25-15, 25-5, 25-11. Tobia couldn't get a set off of them. Uh, they will now play uh, – they will now host DeSoto Central tonight – for their first home game. First so home game. Go Lady Tigers. Yeah, and if look, if you never attended a volleyball match, volleyball game, it played right there at Hernando High School. Definitely want to encourage you to go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the girls are very loud, and it's it's pretty it's a pretty lively sport. So definitely tonight, Hernando High School uh, for their first home game of the year. Next, uh, Lewisburg. They had the opposite happen to them. They lost three to or o three. They got swept. They got swept against Carnival. Uh, Carnival. Uh, they are a pretty big powerhouse around here. Sure. Carnival always has an extremely good team. Uh, I was not able to get the sets from the the Lewisburg Twitter account. Uh, so again, Hernando, uh, if your Twitter account could please tweet at us uh, any kind of you know kills, digs, any stats that you have for the ladies, we'd love to get their names on there. Lewisburg also, uh, you did lose. Uh, I guess they get to get swept three nothing against Carnival, but that's nothing to hang your head about. Carnival's a great team. If you would please. Please tweet out your, again, any kind of stats. Top players, top players. Your top players, anything that you have. Really would appreciate that. Love, love, love would get those ladies' names mentioned uh, on the UTW podcast so they can share it with their friends. Uh, Finally, uh, Matt, the last uh, one that we'll cover is North Point. North Point played St. Mary's, went five sets. North Point won in five sets. 15-25, 25-22, 25-17, 12-25, 
and then won the final set, which only goes to 15. Yes. First one to 15, has to win by two, 15 to six. So, again, North Point did win three to two against St. Mary's. They did pro- uh, provide their top uh, performers. Quinn Thurman, she had 11 kills and 15 digs. Hassie Thurman, they're twins, eight kills, 13 digs, and one ace. And Briley Faith Cherry, your favorite name from basketball. Absolutely. Great name. Eight kills, six digs, seven blocks, and an ace. So, again, congratulations to the North Point Lady Trojans on their 3-2 victory over St. Mary's. We will continue to cover volleyball as best we can here. We definitely have some people that uh, send us messages, send us information when it comes to the uh, Under the Water Tower uh, volleyball. Our presenting sponsor, Mr. Brian Couch, does a really good job covering the Hernando Lady Tiger volleyball. Uh, that is available. We'll put that on our Facebook page, a link that you can watch that. You can actually, I think, view one game a year, and then it pays uh, maybe 50, 50 for $50. You can watch the entire season. So he does a really good job covering the Lady Tiger Volleyball. Uh, really, really good live action there for, for the volleyball team. So uh, we'll, we'll link that on our Facebook page. As I mentioned last week, we're always going to cover our, our football coverage in this way. We're going to start at North Point, so up Getwell. We're going to work our way to Lewisburg, and then we're going to finish each and every week under the water tower right here. Uh, that's going to be for the preview and the review each week. So let's start, Derek, about the North Point Trojans. Um, I'll just simply say this, not to spoil this. Uh, Derek is in charge of the North Point uh, High School Twitter account when it comes to football and probably sent out over 100 tweets the other night. It was unbelievable the score, at least let's just do this, lead off. Um, the North Point Trojans fell, fall short. They fell they, short. They, they, did, they did fall short to the Brighton Cardinals. Brighton Cardinals. Uh, again, I'm 1-0 on that. I did pick you, the Brighton you, Cardinals you, you because mainly did. because they run the ball. Yeah. The interesting part is the score. Give us the score of the game for Friday night. Matt, North Point lost to Brighton 74-69. to 69. Not in a basketball game, in no. a football this game. This is a football game, 74-69. to 69. It was an absolute track meet. Uh, North Point alone. Now, my son is a center. 91 plays. North Point. Your son touched the ball, snapped, snapped it. Snapped the ball. How did he do? 91 times. plays. Did 91 plays. He had one bad snap. In 91. Like, one, legitimately one bad snap in 91 plays. What, is a, what does a bad snap look like? How bad? Bad snap was it was low. It was, it was it, low. It actually hit the ground, so it was a little low. It didn't was, fumble anything like that. Quarterback no, retrieved quarterback, it? Quarterback was able to get it and fall. I hit a fall on it. it was dead. Okay. The play was dead. Uh, but other than that, yeah, 91 plays. Uh, the, real, real quick, do you think the quarterback fell on it just so he could rest? With 91 plays. <laughs> well, and the only good – look, and I, I, he was upset about it. Sure. But it was a two-point conversion. That's when we went up 61-60. Wow. Uh, so, what we were going for two, obviously, because, you know, three points is – two points doesn't mean anything in high school. So, trying to go up three, and it was a bad snap, and he owned it. But, again, he they were able to score again. After, actually, they had two more drives after that, had perfect snaps after it, so he was able to shake it off. So, I was proud of him on that. What a score. Matt, they had, uh, North Point, 469 total yards to Brighton, 739. North Point had 391 yards passing. The Cardinals had 670 yards rushing. Both. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hang on one second. I have to go back here. 670 600. yards. Man, let me tell you something. We, look, talked, look. we talked about number two. You, I don't, you've watched a lot of football. Man, it was bad. You've watched, but hang on. You've watched a lot of football. What, what, okay, 74-69, lost to Brighton. The kids played their absolute heart out. They did everything they could to, to stay in the game. Talk to me from a strategic standpoint here, buddy. What are we doing? Seven hundred. How do we do this? How do we? How do we? How do we? How do we come back in this? Like, how do we come back? Yeah, look, it was tough. I mean, there was some, obviously some missed tackle. Number two, very very shifty. He's good. They, they had three running backs. They had number two, who, I mean, he was he's probably about five two, maybe weighs a buck sixty. You right. just couldn't see him. Right. Like he would literally hide. I mean, it, even the stands, like, like where did he go? 
Um, number eight was the quarterback. So if he did, if number two did not get him when they started keying on him, number eight kept it, and and then number six was the backup running back to number two, and they could all fly, man, absolute fly. And so, but again, there was. I'm not saying there was not poor tackling. There was definitely poor tackling. We saw that because yeah, sure. we they gave up 56 points the week before. Um, <laughs> wow. Both teams had 27 first downs. And believe it or not, listeners, no turnovers. No. There were no Neither turnovers. team had a turnover. Neither team had a 74, turnover. 74-69. Wow. North, so that's why they had so many points. They held onto the ball but couldn't stop each other. North Point recovered three onside kicks. Three onside kicks, kicks yes. I and that. had – Two uh, kickoff returns for touchdowns. Wow. Uh, there was it was the score was twenty two twenty one at the end of the first quarter, forty four forty one at halftime, and again the final score seventy four sixty nine. Jack Patterson was thirty one of forty six for three hundred ninety one yards and four touchdowns. Ethan Perpache had five rushes for thirty seven yards and one touchdown. Josh Fitcher and Jack Patterson also had rushing touchdowns. Leading receivers for the Trojans: Darius Naylor, seven receptions for one hundred thirty seven yards and three TDs. And Jackson Thomason, 12 receptions for 130 yards and one TD. So, again, they fall short again. They've put up 46 points and now 69 points. Have yet to notch a win. They will now travel to Marshall County, Kentucky this weekend for their next game. That's a long way. How long is Marshall County, Kentucky? It's three hours. Benton, Kentucky, three hours. Okay, so that's a public school, Marshall County, Kentucky? It is. How did we end up on that schedule? I mean, how did we end up there? They was just a game we had to pick up. I'm not sure where the coach found it. You know, I talked to him about it, and it seemed like that they were just trying to find somebody, and they, they were recommended. I think that Marshall County had had a, something set up, and, you know, this is all filling out in, like in, in the spring. Sure. And they were able to kind of just to meet up. I mean, you know, you go up 51 basically into Kentucky. It's just north of, it's just north of Kentucky Lake, if everybody knows what that is, kind of north of Paris, Tennessee. So, it's you know, it's, it's up there. I think basically you go to Union City, take a right. The, the team is coming back that night, so the boys will be getting back at 2 a.m., which means we'll be getting back at 2 a.m. Um, so it's going to be a long night. But uh, hopefully, you know, we can put up another 69 points and maybe come out with a win this time. Well, we will preview that on Friday, Derek. Looking forward to uh, discussing the North Point Trojans. And, and Bo Big Lane, 90 out of 91 snaps, perfection. Oh, look, I, I love I, it. I, I couldn't be more proud oh, of Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm, you know, he, the, he, was, he, look, he was upset. He thought he cost himself the game. And no, said, no, if, absolutely if, not. You know, no, no, no. They, absolutely they scored not. Two more times yes. after that snap. Absolutely. Great job right there, guys. And, and you know, just, wow. Look forward to uh, your coverage on Friday Night Derek, your Twitter. How do you how do you do that? Do you, I mean, you really do look down almost every play. I mean, are you able – do you feel like you're able to watch yeah, as well I, as you I, could? The first game, I, like the first quarter, I started trying to track literally like – I didn't do every down, but it was like, okay, you know, they got a first down a or whatever. play or something. Then it went just now. Basically, it's – Kind of, you know, okay, do they score? If they scored, how many yards was the actual scoring play? So maybe, okay, they take the ball down the field and they punch it in from the 16-yard line, something like that. You know, yeah, so sure. I, I kind of reduce it. Uh, I do cover, you know, who receives the opening kick um, and then, of course, who deferred or whatever. And I also cover where they start every time after a kickoff. So I say, okay, they receive the ball, they'll start from their own 34-yard line. I, I do basically that. Other than that, it's really just trying to keep up, you know, make sure, sure I got the, the names right. right. Uh, and then I never really have a schedule for the other teams. So I'm, I'm either use numbers or I'll say the quarterback. Right. And then, of course, the most important thing is to find the, the, the correct meme to go with it. Yeah. Oh, you do a really good job. It's a, look, North Point Trojans on Friday nights, follow Derek, follow along with Derek. He does a good job. So you feel convicted. You're telling me you, could, you feel convicted you don't do enough. After I watch your Twitter feed on Wednesday, on Friday nights. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I could do – look, if I had a compete – no, look. When you're doing it on your phone, it's very, you know, you're hitting yeah. the stage, you're having a backspace. Sure. Somehow I always hit the at button 10 times. And so that's You used bad. to rock that Blackberry. You uh, need that dude, Blackberry. I, look, I don't know <laughs> how. You, you know, Blackberry. it's kind of like Betamax and VCR. I don't know how I, uh, Apple won over Blackberry. Blackberry was 
the superior phone. Yeah, you, had the buttons you could feel, had better encryption. Still don't know how Apple won, whatever, but I would kill for BlackBerry right now on, when I'm doing the Twitter account because you could actually feel what you're trying to do. Yeah, people that like Blackberries swore by them oh, and man. were really, really good at it Loved for sure, them. no doubt Loved about them. it. Well, look, let's move on down to Lewisburg, Derek. We're going to move on down to Lewisburg, and let's go to Lewisburg where there was a bit of a lack of scoring. Uh, lead us into that. Lewisburg least, Patriots. At, at least do? on the Lewisburg side, you're at correct. Least on, exactly. Uh, Lake Cormorant, of course, uh, going to Lewisburg. So the uh, only county matchup we had this week. Lake Cormorant to Lewisburg. Lake Cormorant takes the victory 40 to 10. 40 to 10. 40 to 10. Now, uh, I've talked to a couple people that were at the, the game. Packed house at the yes. Berg. Well, we learned that on the OB pod, the post game show. Yeah. The, I mean, uh, Zach talked about there being so many people there. But look, that's what that's awesome. It's, it that's is awesome. awesome. It's this time of year. Let's go, man. It's awesome. It's awesome until it's 20 nothing after the first quarter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Gators came to play. <laughs> Gators came to play. So 20 nothing after the first quarter. The Patriots, we talked about it. They're a young team, they lost seniors. Who were a two and eight team, so they weren't even you know a good team with with <laughs> with seniors leading them. Correct. Yeah, you know, they are rebuilding, but we know they got a lot of young players and a new coach who's going to let the young players play. You know, the best player plays. He's not looking at you know okay, well I know so and so's dad. He's looking for the best players. Twenty to nothing after the first quarter, uh, the Gators uh, outgained the Patriots five hundred and sixty five yards to one fifty nine. And 316 of that, now, less than half of what Brighton had, but still 316 of that were rushing yards. Yes. So just a tough night for the Patriots. Tough night, tough night. Jeremy Henderson uh, had 235 yards rushing and three TDs for Lake Cormorant. And then quarterback Telvin Amos, who we previewed last week, 249 yards passing and three TDs. So just an all-around you know, kind of beat down by the uh, Gators over the Patriots, which we both picked. We both picked. We picked the Gators to beat the Patriots. Uh, for the Patriots, uh, Coleman Dowell had a TD run. Taylor Hill was 13 for 31 for 110 yards. And Zach Denny uh, had a field goal. Zach Denny, I think my son used to play soccer with Zach Denny. Zach Denny had a field goal for the Patriots. So those were the, the, the two scoring plays. It was a TD run by Coleman Dowell and the field goal by Zach Denny. Just not a lot of stats for the Pats, though, Derek. I mean, just 150 yards to 500-something yards from a total yard standpoint. Uh, it's not a lot of offense. But, look, like you mentioned, I have heard. I need to get over there and see a game. I hear oh. the Lewisburg may be the best in the county when it comes to – Food trucks, uh, like multiple yeah, food, food trucks, trucks, all that kind of yeah, stuff. I, I hear they're, they're – they're, Fireworks after every score. Oh, wow. Okay, which you got to score more. I mean, here's the, North Point would have run out of yeah, fireworks. Yeah, we were talking about – you know, you mentioned our OB pod. I was talking with Zach at OB pod, and, you know, he said that um, – that you know, Lewisburg, they do have fireworks after every score. Unfortunately, it was only two scores. They got shoot, um, I guess they do it for field goals too. I guess you shoot those off. I guess you know, so. North Point would run out of fireworks after the first quarter. Absolutely. Wow. Like, just now, they were still to lose. No fireworks at the end after the first quarter. So again, um, you know, uh, congratulations to Lake Cormorant uh, with the forty to uh, the forty to ten victory over the Patriots. We will preview the next Lewisburg game on Friday. Look forward to that, definitely. Again, we're going to cover North Point, Lewisburg, and Hernando. Let's finish up with our review of last Friday night. Again, quite a struggle from a scoring standpoint. Tell us all about the Under the Water Tower team, the Hernando Tigers. Well, Matt, this is the game I have least about. I really need somebody from the Hernando Twitter, uh, Dwayne Case. Uh, Coach Case over there, uh, he did a great job covering the game, a great job kind of mentioning what was going on, but did not have any stats. Uh, really need some stats. So if anybody could please tweet at UTW Podcast. Uh, we can get that on the air, UTW Pod, at UTW Pod. We can get that on the air. I would love to be able to talk about the individual, you know, especially you know those that score, all that kind of thing. So, again, final score for that game, Neshoba Central 38, Hernando 6. Uh, it was 24 nothing at halftime. Uh, 31-6 to six after the third quarter. So the, the uh, Tigers were able to punch one in uh, in the third quarter. Uh, but, again, final score 38-6. to six, 
And Hernando will play at home this Friday night against Cleveland Central. Going to be another tough game. Cleveland Central uh, brings one of the largest lines in the state uh, over here. So uh, it's going to be a really, really tough game. Uh, going to be Friday night. But, man, the weather's supposed to be perfect. Can't wait. My daughter's senior year. She's so excited. I believe their theme is uh, outer space. Oh, outer space. Enough. So, yeah, I don't know what that consists of or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, outer, outer space is going to be the theme. So not, not, not a lot of coverage there for Hernando. That is outer space, and they started off with the Rockets. Could have been a home game with the Rockets. Could have been better plan. Could have been better yeah, plan. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we pay the Cleveland Central. I don't know their mascot. I'll have yeah, to come back. Right. We're we'll, going to preview we'll on Friday. Friday. That'll be on our Friday show for sure. But, look, please tweet us at UTWPod. That's at UTWPod when it comes to stats and stuff like that after the games. Just a reminder, because we use this on Friday, but the night before that is the first Thursday night on the square. So, again, you have back-to-back nights at Hernando. You can have the Thursday night concert on the square that they used to have in June. Uh, the hometown headliners. Hometown headliners will be Thursday night. Matt, who do we have on this Thursday night? The Rodell McCord Band. The Rodell McCord Band will be this Thursday night. Yeah, so 7 to 9 on Thursday night. And then again, 7 o'clock the very next night, you have the Hernando Tigers at home. And then the very next day is the first full uh, day of college football, Matt. So a great weekend to be in Hernando. No doubt about that, Derek, for sure. I think the high on Thursday may be 85. Fantastic. It's going to be absolutely, absolutely awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Definitely blessed. Uh, again, go back to my word, grateful for that opportunity. All the people that put stuff on in Hernando to keep be such an awesome, awesome community we live in. Well, look, if you enjoy the Under the Water Tower podcast, definitely find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. If you enjoy our show, give us a five-star review wherever you hear our voice, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, however you're listening to our show, please give us a five-star review. Also, look for OB Pod. We've referenced them several times in this episode. OB Pod simply stands for Olive Branch. They cover Center Hill, Olive Branch, and Lewisburg. They do a really good job on the eastern side of DeSoto County. They are a brother podcast, and we ask that you continue to support them. OB Pod. Look forward to breaking down on Friday on our Friday show, Derek, the uh, budget meeting for police and, and fire coming up tonight. Definitely want to look forward to that, all the different talk that we have from the aldermen. Well, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. <laughs>